Wimpy Peoples, episode 25. 25. That's crazy. I think we make it past 10. But uh, anyway, we're here. 25th episode, quarter quarter century mark. Uh, our guest today is Caleb Shasa, who just happens to be 25 years old as well. Uh, so y'all know him. He's the drummer from the band Imogene, who used to be known as the band Continuum. Uh, got him in here. Talk a little bit about music, but more so about other things, you know. Uh, talk about cycling. Talk about uh, some books that he's into. Talk about lifeguarding and uh, running sprints and, and things of that nature. A lot of other stuff in here, too. So uh, hope y'all dig listening. Hit us up, wimt.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, enjoy listening to my buddy, Caleb Shasso. Yo, back again in the WIMT studio, a.k.a. my office. A.K.A. I think someone moved in down the hallway. <laughs> she has a dog. What? what? Is there a dog? She, yeah, she has a dog. Ah. What the fuck? She said yeah. she's going to take it out. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I, think, I think someone's having some, some difficulties, man. So we won't talk about that too much. Um, yeah, but anyway, my guest today is Caleb Shasso. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, I gotta take. I like that. I smile, gotta take my Jared. Invisalign out. That's a nice smile. Oh, it's gonna get I, better, bro. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> it's because it's your smile. That's why. I got I got Invisalign, and I've only had them for a week, and it's still hard to talk. So I'll like I'll catch myself lisping, like a like a, like a more a more masculine sounding Mike Tyson. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so Caleb Shasso. As soon as I said Shasso, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Forgot oh, to take him great. out. I've heard that one before. It's <laughs> <laughs> my whole life. Yeah. So what's up, dude? Yo, oh, just kicking it, man. You know? Thanks for coming on, man. I feel like there's Thanks been enough space me. between uh, between each Imogene guest that we have on here, man. So yeah, we just need to get Jess on here now. I know. I keep messing with her about it. Like, you're next. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Just have to like get her a couple drinks first or something. She'll be fine. <laughs> She'll be fine. The guest we had last night, she was a little nervous at first. But, man, like, once you like once you get into it and it, within a couple minutes, it just you forget that you have like a mic in front of your face That's and that true. you have these earphones yeah. on. It's just a normal conversation I've never done again. Before. Yeah. So, so, so this is your first. This is my first. Podcast. You've done interviews, but yeah, as far as podcasts, first podcast. You turned me on to Joe Rogan recently. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Uh, yeah, that. And before, I've always just listened to podcasts as just something to, to like gain information from, not really to, you know, like actually listen to something that's just for fun, like entertainment and yeah, information at like the same time. Entertainment, yeah. information is overall what i go for mm-hmm. yeah the learning base basics yeah well and the thing about rogan is uh that dude's just he's got an interesting way to live man he does like he's got a lot he's of it figured, figured out, out. He <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit he's a little loony on some things man but uh he's an inspiring guy like i don't know like i don't know how that dude ke- keeps time for like healthy family life oh yeah. Because he's he's you know on the road every other weekend. He's doing the UFC stuff. He works out 
like crazy, you know, and all that stuff. Maybe he just doesn't. Maybe he just fronts like yeah, he has a good him, family life. You've seen him do his stand up, right? Oh, I love his stand up. I'm going to see him in March. That's right. You yeah. That. Okay. I gotta go. Yeah. See him. Have you watched all of them? Uh, uh-uh. I haven't seen any of them stand up. No. You haven't I've, watched any of his no, stand up? No. I've just watched his podcasts because. When you when you mentioned that he you're what listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, I thought it was a joke. I was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Are you serious? Like, what does this guy have to offer?" He like, like I watched him on Fear Factor. You know, for, my mom, we love that show. <laughs> like, I was like, the guy tells people to eat cockroaches. Like, He's a silly guy, but no, yeah, no. I've been a big stand up, uh, a big fan of his stand up since uh, I think there was a special that came out in like. O two or O three that my brother had that we would just watch over and over and over again back when DVDs were really popular like in the you know yeah and we would just man we would just sit there and we would like once a week I'd hang I'd go hang out with my brother and we'd watch this this Rogan DVD so I've always like even before I was uh, even started listening to his podcast or anything like that I was just a huge fan of his stand up mm-hmm. and even his dude his new one on Netflix is incredible i think it's great i think he's one of the i think he's one of the best out doing it right now he's, he is he's a pro. um but anyway uh so so yeah welcome let's man let's talk about some stuff let's talk what, what do you want you want to start man um where you at where am i at <laughs> yeah. with life <laughs> yeah. i'm in my 20s 25 yeah so it's just like i'm in my prime right now that, i agree with I'm that supposed to be in my prime <laughs> <laughs> um no 20s it's it's interesting because you have to learn a lot. Um, you're thrown you're throwing life at you pretty quick after you know high school. You you're supposed to go to college and you're supposed to get a degree and then you're supposed to find a place in the workforce. Uh, you know and so yeah and then have a wife and, and then, then have yeah. babies and then you're supposed to have kids yeah and then yeah. you're like oh, okay. and, and then have no time ever anymore yeah and that's it yeah <laughs> yeah, that, yeah you're right after that it Did is you just enjoy life good. yeah <laughs> so it's it's been fun kind of balancing it out and um, but you didn't necessarily take that path no um i kind of chose music as a way to like express my feelings and express who i am because I don't know. I've always thought since I was young, I just there's there's more than this than than I know than I know there is. You know, mm-hmm. there's more than this society than just going up and doing the nine to five every day. You 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 have to. Have, I think everyone has the power to create, and so when you when if everyone has the power to create, I mean, like, what if we were all musicians? Like, what if everyone was had their own yeah. project or something? That they created, like that's we're getting we're close to that. It is like <laughs> everyone needs to find a passion. I mean, you can have thousands of passions, but um, definitely being able to create is, um, you know, be able to work for it and do it is a, a whole different process and getting paid for it and understanding that you know what you're doing can affect millions of lives and mm-hmm. people. Like, yeah. Yeah, so for the, for people that are unfamiliar with you, Caleb, you are the percussionist slash drummer, yes, slash ex cajonist, yeah, <laughs> ex cajonist. The evolution of my drumming has changed you over used the to years. Play cajon. Yeah, when did you start drumming, man? Uh, middle school. Okay. Yeah, when uh, it, it was funny because my dad he. He would always, he would always like crank it. Like we'd be sitting in the car 
And he was like, all right, this, the drum's about to come in. He like, you know, shrugged me in the shoulder. Like, it's about to get the good part's about to come in because the <laughs> drum's about to come in. So ever since I was a little boy, I've always been well, like, like Phil Collins um, coming in the air tonight. Phil Collins, Sticks, like Heart, any of those classic rock. Yeah. Like he was just all about it. And Did you ever listen to Rush? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I figure sure. yeah, anyone who takes drums seriously has to be about Neil Peart. See, so. some people don't even like Neil Peart, like. He's just you can not like Rush, but I don't feel like you can not like him, yeah, right? That's true. There, there, so there's drummers that don't like him. I've, I'm not like drummer, not drummers, but yeah. there's musicians. Okay. Yeah. So, so pops would point out the the good parts were always the drum parts, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drum. That's how I kind of just like was like, wow, I, that'd be so cool if I was, I I got to do that and become that. <laughs> Yeah, so you got a drum kit. And so we went to a pawn shop, and yeah, I got. I started, well, this is how the story went. I went to middle school, and I got in a sixth grade, and I was like, you know, I have the opportunity to learn from some real professionals, and, um, you know, this is, like, art is a way to express myself, so why not do it? And um, music was always something that made sense, and it's a part of me that always makes sense, and uh, something that I'll always want to do forever. Um, so the best way to do it is just, you know, get it out of your system and either that's producing it or, you know, playing with a band or whatever it may be. Mm. And so I walked into uh, my middle school and like before school was about to start and, uh, you know, you'd go through trying all the horns. You try, you know, like, all right, you want to try this? Uh, this is the wind instrument, uh, clarinet. And you're just like, no, I was like, I, I want to hit stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, just take me back to the back room and I'll show you that I can hit some things. <laughs> yeah. And so I just wanted to skip all, like, the whole... I was like, yeah, you can just skip all this. You can just take me... I just want to play percussion, you know? Yeah. And so from sixth grade, we learned, you know, the basics of going through xylophone and all the other things, playing the triangle. Like... Um, but how, I, on a scale of one to ten, how talented of a triangle player are you? Oh God, dude, I'm probably a ten out of ten. <laughs> you got that triangle because lock. it is. There is some. There is a special way to hit it. There is. Uh, y- you can't just have it sitting to one side. And there's, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. So you learn all the basics in middle school and all that. Then uh, do you yeah. play? Do you play in? Uh, in high school, you were more of an athlete, right? Than, yeah. So when I got into high school, I was more into more into sports and uh, kind of I just didn't really take high school as serious I mean I didn't want to study I didn't really need to study I just kind of showed up and did it and then focused on my school I love stretching I used to stretch a lot my teachers would always get mad because I would be inappropriately stretching in front of them because <laughs> I was like <laughs> I have to run like 10 miles today I feel like so I'm just gonna start stretching by Seventh period or sixth period. <laughs> yeah. What? Um. What? Why would you run ten miles? Were you cross country? No, no it wasn't cross you... country. It was just there was days when we would have to. If we lost a game, like we would have to like just set up and like say if we were we were on a field. If you're on a football What's field, sport? this is this is soccer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I picked up soccer and like right before high school and found out I was actually pretty good at it and so started doing it. And um, all my friends did it, too. So I was like, why not? And I've always been athletic and everything else. So why not just go mm-hmm. ahead and indulge myself <laughs> into this sport that I've been making fun of, like, basically my whole life. <laughs> and uh, so we, if you have, like, 
if you have a field and uh, you have one, we'd have it on. Um, No, we have like a sideline. Yeah, so you have one the end zone. No, on the on the one side and then diagonal, you have another uh, like the group half of the uh, the players, and we you'd have to like go and keep up to like catch up to like like the other group of people like running around. So we'd be running around this field for probably like I don't know an hour, two hours a day. Jeez, <laughs> not even touching a ball. So uh, yeah, so you'd run ten miles. Yeah, basically. It's like I can run all day. It's just I don't think I'm the fa- I mean I, I'm pretty fast, but I could I'd rather. I mean, if you told me to just run all day, I could. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people can do that. <laughs> I know I've ran with you uh, a couple times, like on tour and shit, mm-hmm. man. You guys always dust me, but you know. I, yeah. Whatever. At least I'm out there doing it. I mean, they're trying. Uh, yeah, I got to. I got to work with some lifeguards and some of those guys who are triathletes and. Um, I did my first triathlon when I was working out there and Oh, so you've done a full on triathlon. It was a sprint. It was a small one. Okay. What's that? Um sprint is like you it was like six hundred meter swim and then you bike uh, we had there was like a hurricane before, so they they took like it was an eighteen mile bike and it was reduced to like twelve miles. And then so like these short kind of miles like usually if you go for a cycle it's usually like twenty miles or something mm-hmm. or above that. But, um, and then 12 miles and then I did a 5k, uh, to finish off. And that was, it was, it was by, by far like one of the funnest thing I've done. Yeah. What, how long does that take you? Like two and a half, three hours, something like that. Yeah. It was about two and a half hours or so. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Cause you, you learn a lot. I mean, from it, you're just like being able to like push yourself to the limit. You really begin to humble yourself and, uh, like, I think that's what everyone should do. I think, like, if you're not putting, you're exerting all your energy uh, to where, you know, you're just like, yo, I'm winded and like I can't go much further. Like, you feel some type of almost euphoric like energy or high that mm-hmm. you get from like a runner's high. Well, yeah, you're fighting with yourself. Yeah, you're you know? you're exercising your demons. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it is because every part of your body is telling you to quit. And your mind, your, your your mind really controls all of it. I love that. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, even when I go right now, I pretty much have to do that the whole time. <laughs> like from like from two minutes in, I'm like, I want to fucking stop. <laughs> and it's just like, no, you won't. You aren't going to stop until you've run however far it is I'm running that day. Yeah, uh, even the um, get, being able to like just push yourself to do it. Like yeah. running a mile takes less than 10 minutes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you have 24 hours in the day. You can't go take one lap. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I know a lot of people that can't run a mile, dude. You know? It's it's it's, it's surprising how many yeah. people just don't know <laughs> what like what to do. My, my girlfriend, she was just up in uh, Atlanta visiting her grandparents, and she was watching how, what they eat and, you know, how their medications they take. And it's just, it's mind-blowing because they live in this small town. But they just choose to eat so poorly, and that's why they have so many problems. And with their like, with dude, that's such a large health. chunk of what's going on right now. Yeah, man. Um, uh, my wife's actually starting a program in a couple weeks with you know Holista. Uh, she got she got accepted into this really good nutrition program, 
Um, and she's going to be taking like these holistic nutrition classes and stuff. So I'm really excited Wait, about that. What kind of nutrition? Holistic, like holistic healing and nutrition. It's basically basically how to use food as a medicine. Yeah. Does that, that make sense? That's exactly what food should be. Yeah. It should like it should be fuel for your body. Mm-hmm. So um, and and really, uh, if you go back and listen to the episode where we had Zoli on here, Zoli's the owner of the gym I go to, and he's Zoltan? got training all that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, whose name is Zoltan, and why is that not my name? Yeah, because that's the best name ever. As far as I understand, Zoltan is for them means Sultan. Sultan. Like Sultan, like king, oh, like royalty. Wow. Yeah. So Zoltan's a strong name. What was that movie? It was like, dude, where's my car or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Zoltan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me and Travis yes. used to do that every time we went to the gym. Before, like he was the owner of the gym. Every time we'd see him, we'd be like, Zoltan. <laughs> yeah. but it, but no, man, it's really important. And 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 to be honest, though, uh, piggybacking on what you're saying about you know Shelby saying that you know she went and saw her grandparents, they they eat like shit and they're on all this medicine and and stuff like that. That was just. That that's how people lived. I know, and they don't know any better. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't know any better. Basically, you know. Comes out uh, so it's really, I feel, especially just how with how much information that we have available to us now. I feel like that's becoming more known, and I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, we're 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 much more aware. Yeah, of because used to be you have high cholesterol, take this medicine. That's true, and yeah. then and then for the side effects of that cholesterol medicine, take this medicine. Yeah, like if you have something pro- my my pa- my uh, my blood pressure is getting up. I gotta take some mm-hmm. medication. No, mm-hmm. you, you need you need to take a lap. You need, yeah, you need to go outside and take you know walk a little bit. Yep, exercise. Yep, exercise more. Get more greens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that smoothie you made me the other day when I was at your house was fantastic. Dude, that thing's. Gangsters. <laughs> I was thinking we should open up a smoothie business sometime soon. Yeah. That's my future. My my goal is to have Shasho Schmoothies. <laughs> Shasho Schmoothies. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, man, that smoothie really doesn't taste that good, but it's just, you know there's so much good stuff yeah, in there. I felt good. That after. you're putting into your body. Yeah. Dude, I, every day. Every freaking day I have one, man. That's yeah, my that's my same, breakfast every same. day. Dude. I like I like to enjoy hey. indulge myself in a smoothie. Every once yeah, because I mean you're you're getting like eight salads worth of greens in that thing. Jeez, like I'm sh- like I use half a bag of spinach, like a half a bag of kale in my like in smoothies. So like basically I'm packing the Vitamix as full as I can with these greens. So you're just mm-hmm. blasting your body with you know everything that comes with it, all the nutrients. Yeah, and all that my stuff. father hates greens. He does not eat greens. Period. Yeah, like doesn't like them. Your dad's in really good shape though. Yeah, he runs every day and he bikes, he cycles. And but the rest like of his diet is probably good aside from the greens. Or no, does he eat like shit? <laughs> he's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he eats whatever he wants. He well, eat. man, if he's in the shape he is, yeah, exercise like he does and can do that. That's great. You know, gotta have a balance though. I For think. sure. Yeah, I'll be I'll be cooking my veggie burgers. He's like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I really want to make, I really want to make him like a, a a dinner, or that's just like all vegetarian or vegan at one time. Or yeah, are you you aren't you aren't vegetarian or vegan, but like you try to no, moderate. Yeah, no, I like I like hamburgers a lot mm-hmm. and cheeseburgers. You are a burger eating motherfucker. You told me about <laughs> you're the one who put me on the peanut butter burger at a uh, at McGuire's, but with Jameson jam, dude. Yes, on it. You gotta have that PB and J. Jameson jam. It's they take uh they take onions and slice the onions up. 
and I'm, I'm not an onion fan at all, but they, they take it and then they take a bottle of Jameson and they reduce the onions in this Jameson to where you get oh, this glaze, God. this Jameson glaze so with good. these onions and it's delicious. So, I thought that was, I thought that was the thing already where you, you, you get the uh, jelly. With it. No, every, I've ordered the peanut butter burger before, but they just put the peanut butter burger on it. And then I went in uh, my peanut last meal before the weight loss competition. Yeah, that's what I did. My last meal before the, for the weight loss competition, I went in there right before I weighed in and I was like, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I had the peanut butter burger with Jameson jam and bacon on, and I ate that whole bitch, almost that whole thing. It's really hard to eat a whole McGuire's burger. It is, it's but I ate almost the whole thing. And then I went and got so on the good. scale. I was like, oh, but oh well. That, did that help with your uh, your weight competition at all? Like just so far, in. so good, man. Uh, I uh, I'm I'm down a significant amount already, so that's cool. But I've also, you know, my diet's also been perfect pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only doing one cheat meal a week. That's it. Um, and aside from that, my diet's pretty flawless. I think I've drank once in the last like 10 days or something like that. And that's just because I went up and saw you guys for Robbie's birthday. So I was like, (laughs) I'm going to have some drinks with the band. Thank you. You know, y'all were getting down. (laughs) We're having a a good day. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so back to, uh, Back back to your story a little bit. You were a lifeguard, and yeah. uh, I, know, I know you have to have some fun stuff from there. You call I always forget what you call it, but I remember you you told me a story. You used to call each other on the on the radios when you saw a shark, and you would call him a brown something. No, an angry mullet. That's what you called it. An angry mullet. Angry mullet. Yeah. Okay. That that was the code name for a shark. If you saw a shark, you know, swimming in front of you or in front of your tower, you just have to like radio it over to your next tower on the east or west side and be like, yo. Got an angry mullet heading your way, just you know, head look yeah. heads up, you know, just in case. Yeah. How often do you see him? Every day? No, it's usually it's like for some reason it was like these small like six foot sharks that were just coming in, just because it was like it was around August and September, so it'd be pretty hot out there yeah. in the Gulf, and they would just come up to like shallower water and then come right around people and but they didn't harm anybody or i mean they're not out sharks aren't out to like hurt anybody Mm -hmm. like they're just like the whole research and uh ocean search of them protecting sharks is you know it's it's very to me it's very relevant because it's just it's new because i mean i was unaware that i was like if it's up to me like back like 10 years ago i'd be like kill every shark it's (laughs) like i was like i do not like them they're out to kill you of course and you know surfing you know being out here on the gulf coast you know it's something to worry about but Mm -hmm. really now that i've like brought in my horizon i learned that sharks you know they're a part of this earth so you gotta protect them yeah well man with all that scary stuff Uh, like sharks and like when I went skydiving, I'm I'm a, I like I'm analytical about a lot of things. It's just the way my brain works. So mm-hmm. like when I get afraid of stuff, I try to understand it better. So like when I went skydiving, like on my way to skydiving, I started looking up percentages of <laughs> no, like your chance you of dying before skydiving. Yeah, and like the it's the just... chance of dying in a skydiving accident for people that skydove uh, was. Uh, 22 times less than dying in a car accident. That's really... Yeah. Like, one out of 8,000. Jeez. I know... Yeah. There was somewhere around Pensacola where they had to shut down because they like a couple people died. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... Oh yeah, that God. place isn't there anymore. No. <laughs> um, 
So, but but it, like I looked it up, but even like and and with shark attacks too. Like I looked up that I I used to be terrified. Yeah, of the I heard water. bending machines kill more people than shark mm-hmm. attacks. Yeah, and yeah, and you aren't freaking out when you're pressing A eight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that was that's how you just I don't know. It's Jaws messed everything up, man. They did. So, but however, mm-hmm. I will say this, man. If I'm in the water and I see a shark, I get out. Yeah. I get out as soon as For possible. Sure. I'm not trying to not hang around. Yeah, like I'm not trying to go skydiving with one strap. <laughs> you know, like no. So safety so, is always key. So you, uh, so you, you were lifeguarding for a while, man, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you you get invited to to play with this band, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I was actually lifeguarding at the time. Um, gosh, I remember I used to, yeah, I used to go to school. Uh, too. I was in college at the time, so I was in school taking, you know, classes, and then I'd go work out there on the beach, and then I'd uh, go to a show uh, somewhere here in Destin, most likely from nine to one, and then I'd be like falling asleep playing the cajon, like like <laughs> the last set. I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna put my head down and just jam out, because mm-hmm. like I was done, I was beat for the day. Yeah. Um. So so eventually that becomes a full time gig for you, the band. You finish your AA, right? Yeah, got my AA initial yeah. studies um, at Pensacola um, State College. Now it's no longer just people just chilling. It's people still chilling. Is that is PJC? Is people just chilling? <laughs> people just chilling. It's <laughs> <laughs> like UWF is you won't finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and so now it's pe- people. Just chilling. People still chilling. People still chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> uh, so so fast forward, man. You're playing the cajon, all that stuff. The band grows, goes through a lot of different things. Now you're, it's a whole different ball game now. Yeah, right. Um, transitioning from the cajon to the drum set has been, um, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. It was a slow process at first. Um, playing the cajon, we kind of—I didn't buy a cajon until I was in college, and you know, I just me and my friend Ben Lofton, you know Ben. Um, we used to just like meet up and just—he'd have an acoustic guitar. We'd be hanging out somewhere, and we would just that thing. You could take that cajon anywhere and just sit on top of it and make some beats. It's just the easiest thing to get around with, and play with for the most part you put a mic right behind it and you know it's you get a kick snare and a hi-hat basically and using your fingers too you almost can like roll with it Mm. um there was a lot of things i could do with it and then i kind of i evolutionized it and started playing adding my own stuff to it and adding like a kick drum pedal to the back of it so i could kick with it and then using different types of sticks to make different types of sounds so ultimately you almost have like kick snare hi-hat sound and i had i had like a tambourine in there too so it was just it was at the time like it was a it was like a folk band Mm -hmm. you know and then but i it was weird because i've been playing drum set um since middle school and then um kind of transitioning and just playing like a cajon for for a long time was it was weird i mean it, it fit it fit the the general aspect of what we were doing at the time so i've always been a drummer for playing minimalistic and playing um just playing to the song really just to, uh to make the song better you know because that's what you're supposed to do as a drummer you're not supposed to play too much you know 
supposed to go crazy or yeah sit in that pocket yeah yeah um pockets are great yeah pocket drummers are great um love them you know like that's what a lot of pop players you know or pop musicians want and need mm-hmm. that. so um yeah i've always loved just playing in the pocket i guess but uh um i always wanted to um, learn more too and um, broaden my horizon and drums so there's every day you have to get better and every day you have to sit behind the drums and you have to put time in time into it and you have because you only get 24 hours in a day like you say and um, you have to spend that time wisely and the first thing I do every morning is you know I wake up and I'll sit behind the drums for like just warm up my hands and my wrist for you know 30 45 minutes just mm-hmm. to start out the day and then you know go from there <clears throat> and then Caleb Caleb does crossfit pull-ups <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> no, you Caleb's don't. the first you person do I saw doing CrossFit pull stupid <laughs> Yeah, and then I go to CrossFit pull for God 10 hours. <laughs> That's a, there's an ongoing theme on the show about CrossFit pull Really? Let's talk about them, because the number one rule about CrossFit is to talk about CrossFit. <laughs> we will, we'll get back to it. Let's finish, uh, let's finish talking about... Uh, I'm kidding. Finish. I don't want to talk about CrossFit. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so you warm up your hands, do some CrossFit pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's normally van time after that. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, usually we spend two like two times a week practicing, um, always trying to learn new stuff and working on new originals because um, that's ultimate goal is to become, you know, that original band mm-hmm. with a 45-minute hour, 30-minute, you know, slot. We can just play our original music to people. Instead of having to play covers, yeah, yeah, that's that is the ultimate goal. Working on it, mm-hmm. getting closer, yes, closer and closer every day. It's still, um, it's still a very new thing too. Just like the whole reincarnation of what was Continuum into Imogene now, yeah, is is still a really new thing, and I feel I feel like the band is still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as they go figuring out, we what have works, multiple ways we can go with our sound right now. Yeah, it it is trans. It it you know, music changes every day, and we have to find a way to like, you know, stay current with that. Mm-hmm. And, and and make music that's uniquely yours. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's uniquely I mean, the bands. Yeah, it's I hard. think y'all have done that. Yeah, I mean, we are four, you know, uniquely individuals that, um, we all have our different types of styles, but um. We know what music mm-hmm. sounds good, yeah. And we know, you know, that what to do to make good sound sounding music. So yeah, and there's there's also kind of a a fifth member of the band as well. You? No, 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 no. I don't know if you brought her with you, um, but there's this uh, this seven and a half year old girl named Kayla. <laughs> 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 That hangs out every My now and then. My alter ego. <laughs> yes. Hello. <laughs> so can we can we interview Kayla for a couple minutes? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Shit's about to get really weird. Huh? Yeah. No, <laughs> not, not so much. I like to get weird. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, every now and then, I it almost a year went by when I was traveling with these guys um, before I met Kayla. <laughs> Kayla, <laughs> Kayla isn't. Kayla, Kayla only hangs out about every like three or four months. And like the first time I heard Kayla speak, 
uh, I was in a different, I was in another room and they were, the band was in a different room and all of a sudden I heard, like someone said, I think it was Anthony, was like, yeah, whatever, you're seven years old. Then I hear, I'm seven and a half. So that's when I was introduced to Kayla. So, uh, Kayla, are you, how, has your age changed in the last three years or are you still the same age? Yeah, I'm, I'm still seven and a half. <laughs> So, so what are your favorite things to do? What do you do for hobbies? I like to, basically, I like to just do anything that makes me happy. <laughs> what, what kind of things make you happy? Um, I like to sing songs and play dress up. <laughs> what, what's your What's your favorite song? What's What is your favorite song to sing currently? Anything that's popular right now? Um, no, mainly just um, My Little Pony or Frozen. Can you can you sing Frozen? I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you I can't get you to sing. I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> 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 uh, how about uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Oh, how I wonder what you are. Very, very nice. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. It was nice meeting you. Thank oh, you for yeah. making your appearance on the Bye. podcast. Bye, Kayla. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, yeah. One day, it was, we, we, were on to, we were on tour, and it was my dad's birthday. And I had Kayla call him and wish him a happy birthday. He's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, he was. He's like, what was that? He's like, it's yeah, Kayla. Yeah, don't ever do that again. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a thing. I only bring her out to make Jared happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So so Kayla, she, she shows up every now and then and helps us out. Whenever, uh, whenever there's a serious decision to be made, Seriously. we consult uh, Kayla, and she normally has some pretty uh, <laughs> the best ideas, some pretty some pretty good things to say. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So anyway, man, the, the things the things are things are moving along, man. The band has uh, a whole new sound, a whole new thing. Five new songs in the bank. Yeah, we're working ready on, to go. Working on um, actually putting five songs. Um, for like a live take on mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So, you know, what I do when I see a live band or when I see, when I hear a song, which, you know, if I hear a new song and I love it and I dig it, you know, the first thing I do is I go on YouTube or I go on whatever it may be to find them and, and listen to them live and mm-hmm. watch them live. Uh, that's just, that's just how I like to see people. That's what like, a lot play. of people do, man. That's, a, that's yeah. the best way to do yep. it. And like, that's how it like, that's what makes me happy is just seeing or like listening to a new song and finding a really good new song that I love and enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's like, that makes my day. Yeah. Like I have the best day ever. If I like find a new song, I'm like, mm-hmm. let's skip around the house. I'm about to go, you know, do 20 pull-ups or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so what's next, man? Keep keeping on, keeping on. I mean, we're, I mean, we we need to. Get, I mean, we'd like to get signed, but I don't know if that's the actual yeah. route we need to go. Yeah, I mean, 
the, the thing is that we just have to put in the work every single day and be motivated and, um, you know, work with each other to, to make, to make this the ultimate goal of, um, you know, changing. I mean, what we do might change people's lives or it might affect people's lives. So, um, it's kind of, a, it's kind of an intense thing. Like music, I, it's a big deal for me. Uh, I don't look, I don't take it really lightly, at mm-hmm. all, you know? Yeah. And so when I show up to practice, I'm, I'm there to practice and I spend my time, you know, like I'm in it. Like, I'm head in the game for sure. Like if I'm there behind the drums and mm. I, I spend, I spend all my quality time there. And, um, cause I, my youth pastor once said that, um, perfect practice makes perfect. So if you're going to practice, it has to be perfect practice. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Um, I've heard something say something's that similar been said about repetition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, but yeah, totally. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, like play like, just like when uh, when I used to play basketball, they'd say practice like you're in a game. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, so yeah, that totally that totally makes sense, man. Um, where where did you uh where you said youth pastor? Where'd you go to church? I went to East Brent for a while. It was a Baptist church. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of stopped going to church for a while. Just because, um, Beauchamp's because <laughs> of Beauchamp's, exactly. No, that's not the reason. Um, no, I just kind of fell out of it. I don't really want to be in that scene. Um, <clears throat> I know Jesus was a man, he had a beard, yeah, he walked on this earth, mm-hmm. but um, I just I don't know. I did, it was it was really weird when you take a step back and kind of look at the church. Um, you know, it's supposed to be a group of people that lift up each other and make each other feel better. And, um, you know, a lot of gossip was going around. It just wasn't good, you know. Yeah, that seems, um, that's that's a big reason why I left, uh, left the church as well. Yeah, my parents could actually go to a non-dominational church, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, you know, people show up in their pajamas mm-hmm. and talk and you know, just listen to good music and praise God, you know. Yeah, man, I I remember telling my parents, uh, you know, like, I deal with enough of this stuff at school, mm-hmm. you know, about people, you know, bashing each other and talking shit. It was like, uh, it's really funny, man, the way uh, <clears throat> the way people, like, in churches gossip about each other is they it's say, let's ridiculous. pray, let's pray for them. Like I, remember, <laughs> like, I remember, like, in the youth group, like, like, you know, there'd be rumors going around with, like, you know, some girl started like banging her boyfriend or something, like started having premarital sex and shit. So they'd be like, We need to pray for murmur because they started having premarital sex. So we need to pray for them. It's like you hormones con- are raging. Yeah, you just you just spilled their beans and talked a bunch of shit about them just you, but you do it under the guise of let's pray for them. That's like, oh I'm fuck out of here. I don't need to be here for sure. No, it has to be a community thing where um everyone is uplifting each other. Mm, yeah. It's beneficial for everyone. Yeah. I, th- I think that's tough to find anywhere. It is. Regardless of if yeah. it's um if it's your work environment, if it's your uh you know, your church environment. Um that and and also man, that's been a that's been a huge goal of mine lately in the last like 4 years as well just to surround yourself with people that are uh people that are uplifting. You know, there's there's people, there's several people that I think that I've considered friends throughout the years who didn't ever have my best interest in mind at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there was nothing about them that, you know, 
that wanted to, you know, lift me up and and try to make try to make me better. So that's really important, man. You surround yourself with people who who think like that and people who, uh, like I get joy out of seeing, and that's part of the reason I do this podcast too. I get joy out of seeing people close to me succeed. Mm-hmm. Like that makes me feel good when I say I'm a fan of someone. Yeah. Like I get. It makes me feel good to see them do good. Yeah, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, everyone wants to feel appreciated. I think that's yeah. like our ultimate goal. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's it works both ways, man. You have to you have to want your uh, you have to want your people to succeed just as much as you want yourself to. Otherwise, your relationships are pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, uh, you know, I think that's why I, th- I think that's why humans seek out camaraderie. You know, so if you're if you're with the uh, anyway, if you're if you're hanging with the with the wrong people. Get out of that. Cut it. Cut it, man. That's it's hard to do in this town sometimes though. Yeah, we live in a weird area in south yeah. in the southeast. They uh did you see that study that came out on Facebook about uh not on Facebook, it was just an article shared on Facebook, but it was an article from elsewhere that uh our area is the drunkest area in Florida. Are you kidding? The Crestview, Fort Walton, and Destin area. Well, yeah, we're we're number three in the country, right? Yeah, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that tri, that tri city area, the metropolitan. Um, oh, wow. They they said uh, the studies they did it they did these surveys, which who knows if you can ever trust polls or not, but I guess the amount of people that admit to binge drinking mm-hmm. was like. Four percent higher than anywhere else in the state. Like it was ridiculous. Like something like twenty eight percent of adults admit to binge drinking like once a week or something. It's not in Tallahassee or like or college area. Well, because college kids aren't going to say that shit. Yeah, and yeah, and a lot of times you probably there's probably some sort of ethical standards that wouldn't let you uh, or you shouldn't maybe interview kids that are under the age of twenty one. Those kind of questions. Yeah, you know. And then, but Who that's knows. also the, what, what do they consider binge drinking? So it'd be like what? If, yeah. If you drink more than once a week, two times a week. Yeah. My brother, uh, he, he said that he was talking to his doctor years ago and his doctor said that if you have more than like, I think more than three drinks in any one sitting, three or four drinks in any one, yeah. one session, yeah. that's binge drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. And like when I was when I was like, Oh, you totally binge drink. But I do too, just not nearly as much as I used to. Like not even close. But but uh like back in my day, like when I was bartending, I mean, three or four drinks were the standard. Like yeah. you start people are buying you shots throughout the night. You for every five no's that I would tell someone to do a shot, like I'd do one. Mm-hmm. Just because if not you'd be shit housed every night when you left the bar. But yeah, like I was like, damn, I I would need to get my I need to get myself in check because every you know every it's, night that's hard working in a bar. Yeah, it's hard being a musician. Yeah, I don't like the bar scene at all. Yeah, I mean, so, how often do you have people buy you guys shots? Oh, man, I mean, anyone that really likes us will be like, hey, can I get you a drink? You know. Yeah, and it's just pretty frequently, right? So about every show. Yeah, it'd be like, no, nah, can I get like a fish sandwich though? Let me get that burger, I'll dog. Get that <laughs> yeah, rip yeah. Can we put the price of like two drinks together and get us an appetizer? <laughs> yeah, and then some of us like, yeah, we get bar tabs too, and we're just like, most of us just like to eat food. You know, mm-hmm. When all of us are like drinkers. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's funny. Uh, 
I, th- I, th- I feel like you all are maybe the only band that I know of that ever leaves a bar tab not spent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've played here on you know so many different occasions, so we're mm. just kind of like, yeah, we're kind of sick of the bar scene. But mm. I mean, yeah, we enjoy drinks every once in a while, especially like McGuire's. Do McGuire's throws you guys a hundred dollar bar tab every gig? <laughs> so like, if you aren't drinking. You know, twenty five dollars worth of booze each. You're missing out. <laughs> so That's every true. now and then I'll go up on, on on a night when they perform. I'll be like, let me get on on a band tab. <laughs> we got room to share. I wonder if Jamie would let us stack those up. Like, you know, you guys didn't drink this time, so they're they seventy. Give us, they like, give us McGuire bucks. Have a huge pouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, Dan Collins plays so much at AJ's. He gets a AJ's card. Uh, they just give him a card once a month that has it. his tab for each night yeah and uh, i went and saw him one night and he's like yeah dude it's like it was halloween so it was the 31st yeah and after at the end of the month he loses it it's a user lose uh, okay. thing gotcha. so he's like you want to like go get sushi or like go get around and drinks for a bunch of people or something mm-hmm. he's like i got like 220 dollars like, oh on this card gosh. i was like God, kelby and i just ate and i was like Fuck. <laughs> yeah but we still we got like some titos and sodas and stuff that's cool and whatever else so but yeah well, cool, dude. Is there uh, is there any other topics you want to you want to let the people hear about? Ooh. Anything we didn't cover? Um, gosh, you want to talk about? I don't know. I'm reading a book on uh, the five love languages. What's it called? <laughs> the five love languages. The five love languages. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just started it. It's I'm on the first chapter. Okay. So what is that? That's Italian, French, Spanish. No, 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 no. It's yeah, actually, it's, it's, it's these, these are the these languages are di- of love. No, these are different. These are, yeah, these yeah. are different languages. Probably like touching and caring. <laughs> yes, and, exactly. And like one of them is uh, words of affirmation. Two is like quality time. Um, one's uh, touching. I thought you were about to just go hard getting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different languages. I nah. wish. <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to be a better lover, yo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> love is crazy. Did your lady? Uh, did your lady buy you the book? No. She, okay, because no, 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 that no. might be a, that might be cause for concern if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, she bought it and she read it herself and then uh, gave it to me. Dude, she's the best. She is. I'm a fan of your lady. Shout out to Shelby. Uh, Kelby loves her too. Yeah. Uh, Kelby loves talking to her. Man, you have a sweetheart of a girl, dude, I for know, sure. She, just listen to her voice. It makes yeah. me happy. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard her voice, I laughed. Just because that, you don't <laughs> hear that. You, you don't to. hear that accent. You have to be like, gosh, so, you're so freaking cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that real? <laughs> but like people where she's from in Georgia, <clears throat> they'll come here and they'll be like, you have changed your voice. Like, but yeah. like hearing them, it's just like, they're so deep in like that. Where is she from? Um, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. Little small town in Mississippi. Yeah, Miss Mississippi. It's a strange place. <laughs> South is a strange place. Yeah, it is. It's real. Um, living in the South for so long, it's kind of funny because you can tell just like an like someone that's really just an hour away. You can tell where they're from. Oh yeah. Like there's so many different offshoots of the dialects. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um. I even I even think Destin has its own its own accent. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. It's a little southern, a little surfer, bro. Yeah, that's there, true. Yeah, it is yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's it's okay because you know be a little mm-hmm. a little bit redneck, but you're still about the water. <laughs> so so anyway, um, Aloha, the f- y'all. The five so the five love languages. 
touching, daily affirmation, quality time. What, what's the other two? Oh, there's two other two. He hasn't Oof. finished the book yet. Yeah. Oh, I, well, they, I, I, I don't know. Normally in the, in the preface. I know. <clears throat> I was looking at them last night. Hey, when you're done with it, let me read it, man. Okay. I'd like to read it. Yeah, it's really I'll good. trade you books. It's really good. Uh, you, I'll give you the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. And you can give me that. I think I'm a pro at already doing that. Yeah. I, you know what? <clears throat> if there's anybody that's really great at that, I think it's you, man. Uh, it's really funny, man, in all the meetings we have and everything. like It's it's kind of alarming to me sometimes, too, to be honest with you. Because Caleb is just... Caleb has one level. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not phased at all. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not like the moon. It's... um. <laughs> We uh, there's this really really nice family who obviously did very well for themselves. Who let us uh, when we're on tour in Birmingham, they let us they open their house and let us stay. They don't know us from shit, dude. But like they, you know, I guess one of their sons used to tour, and they, the way they explained it to me was they hoped that maybe someone out on the road was doing that for their son, so they wanted to do it for yeah. us. And I was like, well, that you know, amazing people. Yeah, great people. Well, anyway, like I told Caleb like twice. Shut the fucking door when you walk out, you know, because they have a dog and the dog would just wander. Because like Caleb would go out to the van to like grab something, and he'd leave the fucking door open, and and like me with my dogs, if my dogs got out, I'd be di- I'd be divorced, <laughs> you know. So uh, I was like, so anyway, like the third time he did it, I grabbed the dog and I was like, just take the dog downstairs, <laughs> and I walked out and Caleb's out the van, and I'm like, yo, what did I tell you about the door, dude? I was like, what? Have you seen a dog? And he's like, he starts looking around and she's like, I was like, no, dude, for real. Have you seen their dog? And so like, I'm trying not to laugh. And I'm, I'm just like, man, this is fucked. So like, I start I walking around the up. house. Like, I was, did you? Kind of. Really? Oh, well, I mean, at first I was like, oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> so I'm just trying, to, I'm just trying to get Caleb to show obvious yeah <laughs> obvious concern. care about something yeah. yeah i was concerned I, I, I like i'm concerned in my head but no i keep like my body is just like okay just breathe i'm gonna find the dog i promise you know i feel like everything's gonna be okay is what i tell myself <laughs> so so i'm walking around the house like frantically looking for this dog uh that's downstairs um we walk back in the house where you know we look around the house real quick i'm like dude I was like, good luck, man. I was like, you get to explain <laughs> this to Karen and Larry. <laughs> you know, I like, like, yeah, I was like, I'm, I have nothing to do with this. And dude didn't. I was like, this is. It'll be cool. They'll get another dog. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe this. I will buy them the same dog. (laughs) I'll get another one. It'll have the exact exact same problems before. Yeah, it was cool. Cool as can be, man. No, you were up to something. You were conniving. Oh, I totally was. I was being dishonest. (laughs) But I was also trying to teach you a lesson, man. It didn't fucking work. Because if that were me, if that were, you know, and you know my personality, if that were me, I'd be flipping. Like, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'd be really afraid of like what was going to happen. Yeah. But anyway, uh, you got, you kind of. I'll kind of credit you a little bit for my latest hobby, man. I got that bike, and I've been trail riding lately, and it's become my favorite thing. Like Dude, I, I wake up thinking about it. I love it. trail riding. Like I'm obsessed with it already, and I've only done it, it like a obsessive. handful of times. It is. I um, get out. I used to. Um, 
I used to get out there on UWF trails, and I know them like the back of the palm of my hand. Like, oh my gosh! It, I mean, the adrenaline rush you get, and then it's like, not only are you trail riding, but you're you know the, there's branches above you that are you know if it's hot, like ninety something degrees with humidity, it kind of feels good, you know, mm-hmm. just chilling in the shade and biking along these nice paths. You know, yeah, man, you, you, dude, adrenaline's pumping. You're focused the whole yeah. time, like. <clears throat> each limb is doing something like I can understand mm-hmm. why it's appealing to a drummer. Yeah, multitasking is yeah. my favorite. Because each to do. hand is doing something. You're jamming out to some tunes too. Yeah, it's like you have that going. Oh, man, yeah. it's I, I'm, I might try to get out there today. You can actually, push yourself man, see how more, busy more, my day more, is. more too. Yeah, I've learned from like going from trail riding, and then um, my my father was he likes to cycle. He picked up cycling probably about a decade ago, and just become a pro at it and. Um, I kind of started cycling with him and, you know, going out and doing like 20 miles back and forth and just getting like my stamina up. And then like, I, I always had good cardio, but like, you know, wearing the, like you have to wear like exact type of pants mm-hmm. like that. Cause if you're on that bike for two hours, like your freaking butthole is going to hurt. And like your gooch, yeah. that's, that's between you know, this, yeah, yeah, the place one. between the, the ball sack and the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it on this. I'm sorry. This is uh, this is uns- AKA, we aren't on. Yeah, AKA yeah we aren't on. We aren't on one hundred three one here, dude. Yeah. The fucking gooch. It's <laughs> my favorite word. But um, being able to cycle, um, it, and then I, I took that like, the cycling elements of you know just having your foot into the pedal and you know not only just pushing down on the pedal but pulling up on mm-hmm. it so that motion is a whole nother that's working a whole nother muscle pulling yeah up. yeah yeah and so it's almost like the negative yeah and then so when i took it to like when i started trail riding again you know i i was cruising like on the trail bikes like i was just i used to go with a friend and i would just leave him in the dust on accident just because i was used to cycling mm-hmm. and i was just used to like not stopping at all like even when you when I trail ride, I was always switching back and forth all the time, like switching a little bit too much than I should, you know. But I mean, at UWF, there's some steep hills where you have to go down and up, down and up. But um, for the most part, I kind of just like you know keep it at like two and then like a mid range or something mm-hmm. around there, and just you go up and down just a little bit. But um, yeah, like cycling has helped me too, and trail riding is so fun. Yeah, like I could do that all day. What's the um. What's the place you go, Thompson? <clears throat> Timberlake. Timberlake. It's called Timberlake. I didn't even know it was there. It's like um, after the Fort Walton Beach Golf Course. That, but like, it, like I said, I just started doing it. So like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna find other trails. I knew there so was one on the naval. I want to go ride UWF. Isn't there one on the naval base or on the Air Force Base? I don't know, man. I haven't. I haven't had base privileges since but it's, I got but out. But it's just north of Fort Walton, right? Kind of. Yeah, it's between. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's between the gate for the base okay. and the Fort Walton Beach Golf Course. Okay, it's right there, and there's like three different trails. And I got a little bike. ahead of myself, man, because I went out like one's four point five miles, and the other one's three point five. And I got done with the three point five one the other day, and I was mm-hmm. like, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the four point five one right Dang. after it. And I did it, and I didn't realize like I didn't realize because I was so like the adrenaline was pumping, and I was having such a good time. Yeah. I didn't realize that my body was fatiguing because mm-hmm. it took me over an hour to do both trails, big time. Um, I didn't realize my body was fatiguing, so it was getting harder for me to manipulate the trail, or yeah. to manipulate my bike to do it on the trail. Yeah. And I hit a fucking tree. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was hilarious. I started laughing at myself <laughs> after I did because I came and like I just I wasn't strong enough to make the move that I needed to because my body was fatigued. Yeah, and I so I, like I made this turn 
and like I, I hit the tree so hard my body went <coughs> like that and I made that noise like I actually like I heard myself <coughs> like, like and then I just started laughing and then I looked around to see if anyone like saw me like laughing at myself and then I saw but then I saw I a fucking bear before. track about that big oh, and I was like it's wow. time to go home Dang. so I, I sped finished that trail as fast as I could and got out of there because I'm not trying to get eaten by a bear I've, alone. I've, if I'm going to get eaten by a bear, I'm at least going to at least have someone else with me that I can try to outrun. <laughs> yeah, so you, the plan is just to have one other person. Yeah. Yeah, like you're faster then. Yep. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, those trails out there are fun. If you, dude, if you ever want to come down, man, you have a, I know you have a trail bike. Let's just go. Bring it, dude. And we'll go, we'll go ride before like a rehearsal or something, man. I love it, dude. So, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, uh, it's super stumpy. Mm-hmm. There's uh or Rudy. Yeah, that's a better word. That's even a word. Having a having a 29 inch, um, like tire size mm-hmm. overall is having that type that big t- bigger tire. Usually, like the average in a trail ride or a trail bike is 26 inches, mm-hmm. but having a 29, you can get over those roots so easy. Just, yeah, I cl- yeah, it's not even like, a, and then having the uh, suspension on the front too. Mm-hmm. That's, Makes a world yeah, of difference. I've got the suspension. I have a hybrid, so I've got the suspension on the front. But I'm thinking that I might want to get a trail bike, <laughs> just because the hybrid, the wheels are still pretty thin. Yeah, um, they're big wheels though. Is there sand back there too, or is it? Yeah, a little bit, not a lot. But I have a really hard time on the hybrid with the sand. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of all over the See, place. Yeah, there's like parts where it'll be like pure sand out there UWF, but like. It, that's just the part. That's not even the part of the trail. It's just that's just get to another section of the yep. trail if you want to like skip some part. And so like sometimes I'll get on that soft sand, and that and I'll just like do it just mm-hmm. just to like push myself through it. Yeah. And just like you know I'll be like cranking it out, and I'll be going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until yeah. you're just like, all right, this is wait, this is Feel not like you're about this to is eat not it. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, dude. Thank you for coming on, man. I hope you enjoyed your time. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. Uh, If you guys want to check out, if you want to check out Caleb, uh, the band that he's in with some music, you can search them. uh, Imagene Music, I-M-A-G-E-N-E music.com. I apostrophe. Yeah. Well, not the website. Oh, Yeah. If you want to Google search it, I apostrophe M. I'm a gene. I-M-A-G-E-N-E. But you can find it on, uh, you can find their latest single, Faded. On Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. We got some new stuff coming too. A whole shebang. Yeah, new announcements really soon. But uh, well, cool, man. I hope you have a enjoyable rest of the day, dude. Thanks for hanging out with us for a bit. And uh, y'all hit us up, wimt.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll get at you. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs>